This podcast is brought to you by Cash App, the easiest way to send, spend, save, and invest. Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances as well as your people. If you ask me, that's money. So in the spirit of all things that are money, here's how Chris likes to stay connected with his people. You know, I, I do live uh, a bicoastal lifestyle that we discuss a lot on this podcast. And when I'm coming back to my uh, New York City pied-a-terre, I have to uh, text my wonderful cleaning lady, Sandra, kind of get her scheduled. We kind of have a great relationship. It's really easy. It's smooth. And the reason for that is Cash App. Because when Sandra's finished cleaning, she texts me, bang my Cash App. I don't know if that's true. That's true. And then I send her the money for doing the great job. And I, I think that that is um, just, it shows the simplicity and the seamlessness that Cash App is, you know, kind of in my life. So you're able to be across the country. That's right. Three different time zones no away. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as that last mm-hmm. jound shoe is cleaned and placed on the rack, suddenly a little notification pops up on the uh, on the iPhone. Bing! Uh-huh. You got cash, bitch. That's right. I send cash to Sandra, and Sandra sends me a smiley face emoji in return. And the deal is done. It couldn't be easier, Jason. Whether you're sharing a perfect day with your cleaning person, sending, spending, saving, hopefully she's investing that into some Bitcoin. It's on the way up. Hold the line, friends. The number one finance app in the App Store is Cash App. That's fucking money, bro. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play today and add your cash tag to the 80 million and counting. Oh, great job, Jason. How long gone? We're fucking back in Glendale in the lab as God intended. We're sipping on mud. We're wearing shorts. It's just this this is <laughs> this is how the how long gone is supposed to be recorded. We have to have shorts on. That's right. And drinking coffee. That's it, really. That's mm-hmm. that's really the all, that's really all it takes. Um Yeah, I'm speaking of shorts, it's tough cuz I'm going to be attending a music festival today. That's right. You attended a music concert last night. That's right. You know, it's what, 85, 90 degrees today? That's the problem. Sun's up, scorching. It's scorching. Sun's down. How do I get my Luke when it's so hot? I don't have a, I don't have a G unit tank body right now. I was thinking, I was actually thinking for you, because I know you like to flirt with kind of like outdoor clothing from time to time. Mm-hmm. What about a, just a classic zip off cargo? Zip off meaning you could turn them into shorts. That's right. So you you go you go in shorts. You think I can just find those on a Sunday? You talk. You you let Carolyn say, "Babe, can you put my uh, half pants in your purse?" You know, and then you just kind of <laughs> zip them on once the once the sun sets. We used to get those. My brother used to have those. They're called X pants, and he would get them from Structure, the store at the That's mall, right. which I guess is sort of the men's limited. It's but it's strange that I, I've thought about Structure a lot and their classic uh, six button polo. Oh um, sure. But but like how is that not made a, it must be fully out of business or something for it oh, not yeah, yeah. to make a comeback. Structure it, gone. It seems like it's it's just as primed as any of these other brands. Yeah, that was like I mean I guess like late 90s early 2000s when like Brad Pitt was wearing Tom Ford and everything was shiny and mm-hmm. weird. That was that prime spot where you, if you only had $30 for a shirt, structures are for you. But how does a six button polo work? <laughs> It's too many buttons. That's how it works. So it's the same normal kind of quarter. Same placket, same but just placket. down to the titties instead of down to so the... So it's like the Agnes B hottie sweater. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a, it doesn't go it's all too the many way. buttons. It didn't go all the way down. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, the Agnes B hottie sweater, the beauty of that is you can go up and down. <laughs> so you're literally just covering titty. Like you got breastplate exposed. Yeah. You got stomach exposed. I was doing that. It's kind of like finding the titty singularity. When I was in uh, in Sicily, and you get to a point where you kind of ration out your clothing, and you can only bring so many shirts. I can't fit fourteen. Of course, you can't. You can't large, ha- tall you shirts. You can't hand wash the J Crew in those tiny sinks. It's tough. Well, I had an outdoor pool, but I don't know. I, well, we don't in Sicily. I, I don't know if that's salt water. It w- the main pool was salt water, but my casita had its own small pool. Oh, a dipping station. It was a dipping station. <laughs> Like your Raisin Cane's nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Like my Raisin Cane's nugget situation, but the dipping station, it was more of just like a place where different 
uh, mosquitoes could breed, and sure. then different wasps could kind of slowly die. Okay. Um, so it was more of a bug receptacle than a TJ. Where, wherever station. all the bugs in the area can gather into sure. my little backyard. It's nice. It's nice to give people a place to gather. Um, that's kind of like <laughs> my neighborhood local as well. <laughs> yeah, and we. That's why we need to kind of support these small pools and small businesses <laughs> for our local community. So you're saying in Sicily because it's so hot that you're. Are, are so you, basically, I had all these clothing items, yes. and, I, and we went to three different cities. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm still talking about this travel, but we had to talk to. Bob Guccione Jr. and and Smiley, mm-hmm. those two guys are always back to back on our schedule, so we didn't really get a fully fully a chance to unpack the That's trip. That's true. I, think. I have a lot to unpack today. I'll be quick about it though. But you you pack all these shirts and all of these course. looks and blah blah blah, and you're trying to fit two weeks worth of clothing items as oh. a six nine person into one no, carry on t- bag. It's it's not possible. I don't envy you, Jason. So luckily, Ever. luckily it was a hundred degrees every day. <laughs> And when I say ever, I mean ever. <laughs> uh, and so you kind of just like left to do your best to ration out the clothing sure. items. But eventually the last few days, it's going to get a little mm-hmm. touch and go. And I kind of hit the point a week out, like halfway through, like I'm just going to wear a white linen button up shirt. Mm-hmm. Nothing underneath it every single day. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I I love this for you. And every person walking around in Sicily was wearing the same thing. Like every every man my age and, and older was sort of wearing a white linen shirt. Partially see-through, partially not. Doesn't matter if you're fat, tall, skinny, tan, white, whatever it was, you're all wearing it. And it's just what works. And eventually the buttons kind mm-hmm. of go from maybe I'll do one extra button, we'll get unbuttoned. Maybe one from south of the equator gets unbuttoned. And then eventually you kind of if you're if you're gonna land on the singularity of one single button being buttoned, is it in the dead center? Is it one up? I guess it depends on how saggy your titties it, it are. Depa- it depends on how busty you are. I think for someone of, of your stature, it's gonna have to be lower. Gravity hasn't treated me Gra- well. Gravity has not been great <laughs> to you, but also you're coming from a higher place than most of us. So gravity is your enemy <laughs> if you if you really think about it. But I think that's a good. I think that's a good look. <laughs> I just don't G-forces. think that that. I don't love when when men show tummy. Personally, oh, I I, I don't show tummy. It's I, a it, the only time you're going to see tummy in that look is if I'm like getting up out of a of seat course. at the Arancina, of course, or you know whatever. What about and when you, you're zipping around on your Vespa? You know I don't fit on a Vespa. Blowing open. Like, I was so sad. I, I was very sad about Vespas when I was in Italy. Because, I've been sad about Vespas my whole life. You know, as a as a young teen, when we were all mods versus rockers, every one of my friends had a sick vintage Vespa, and they would work on it, and they had to drive to like Downey to get a, a carburetor refueled or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I rode my friend's Vespa one time, which was like, all right, let me see what the biggest body one is. I want the 7 Series. I want the A8. I want the S500. Mm-hmm. And if I can't fit on that, then I can't fit on any Vespa. And I, I rode, I did one turn and the handlebars <laughs> hit my knee. So I wasn't able to complete the turn. And then I kind of like drove into I've, a bush somewhere I've also in Costa Mesa. Dr- I've also driven one Vespa in my life. And it also almost ended in a wreck. Not because of my size, because of my inability to shift properly. Oh, yeah. Shifting and was not. I was also like blacked out. I had a on, feeling. Like, I, I, I'm pretty and, sure and I was Molly. on cocaine. Yeah. Um, which should have helped, but yeah, I mean your your look for tonight. It's tough because because literally we dealt with this last night at at the Killers at the beautiful bank. Honestly, the Bank of 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 California Stadium where the soccer team plays is nice as fuck. Bank with a C, not that, a K. That's right. right. That's right. It's really nice. Bonk. But yeah, so, I mean, we started our night at um, what I like to refer to as the West Elm Mexico City pop up, uh, <laughs> which is a restaurant called Damien. Damian. That we've talked about a lot on this podcast. And I don't know why the logo looks like a fucking like beats in space. Like, yeah, like DJ thing. It's a very everything about it is so weird and bad except the food. Well, I mean, obviously, that's all subjective. I don't It's kind of like a a brutalist CB2. And then you're right about the logo. It's sort of like. A techno party in Brazil might use this logo. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, like yeah. That. But the food, the food is fucking smacking. Okay, good. I mean, it's very rare when a restaurant's aesthetics and branding all match with the quality of the food. It's, it's it just quite feels, often it one feels or the other. very downtown LA, you know, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but the the real is. issue I had um, 
Actually, did, no. Did you have you know, any like cockroaches or crickets or anything? No, but like the that? food was honestly really good. The only issue I had, and I do feel like TJ saying this, is that you know, Uh-oh. walked out of there at three hundred. You know what I mean for for two people? I don't drink. <laughs> like, what are we doing here, God? Like, what are we doing here? Cheap. I you thought, sound like a cheap ass. I thought hug. West Elm was supposed to be affordable. The hell, bro! Tim, you're, don't max out this. Don't max out this microphone. I'm sorry. These particle board tables are sending me, bro. I have to turn you down. You're redlining. I'm redlining. No, but it was it was honestly good. But I was just like not in the mood for that vibe. And then the service. Who and, was in the mood for that vibe? I mean, the service and food was so good that it's like, all right, this is great. I don't want to ever come downtown again. I don't want to fight the Armenians in Yeezys with fucking Hermes bags for bestia parking. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> it's just a little bit of a struggle. If a, if a restaurant is going to be good food, bad branding, uh, that's totally fine. I all, I Same. prefer that I as prefer long that. as long as the branding is bad because you didn't try. If the branding is bad because you tried really, really so hard that it turned bad, that's when it gets annoying. I mean, I, I appreciate the brutalist vibe versus like the... Um, millennial colorful vibe which i feel mm. like is still running rampant well, how would an ironic comic sans menu fit into that for you would that be at number one or would that be too ironic for you i hate that okay papyrus font, it's gonna Avatar. come soon if it hasn't already i mean i mean if i don't do it i don't know who will that's true but we we did make it to the bank of california uh stadium which is it, it's just the whole night was like okay. So you ate three hundred dollars worth of uh, first of all, blue I corn. Talk about, I want to talk about my parking costs yesterday alone because <laughs> this is impressive. Like I was trying to spend more to get over a line. Papa to, like, Black is going to let us spread. I was out. trying to break a personal record on spending. So we went to the Getty for the Cy Twombly show. Parking is twenty. Okay, we hit. We hit. Which be- seems normal. For totally the, fine. The Getty's a we hit, beautiful. We property. hit best. We hit. We hit. Damien Valet is ten. You hit the tip for five. That's fifteen. Okay. We hit the show. So we're at 35. 35. We hit the show. $50. Parking and is $50. $50 at a, at a, obviously an unverified lot, but I, I can't, okay. I can't be bothered to. Is, so 50 would be, that would be some quote unquote priority placement parking. Priority placement, but it's like a privately owned parking lot and a business owner is just making an extra five bands that night. Yes, yes, yes. But I was upset because when I get out of the car and I pay 50 and I, and they're, I'm like, this is worth every penny, baby. And they're like, yeah, you go, go two blocks up, it's 80. I was like, God damn it. I wish I would have gone two blocks up. I could have gotten over $100 in one day in parking. Oh. So unfortunately, I did come in at 80. Okay. Um, but there's always next year. You know what I mean? <sighs> Jesus, bro. So this was, so $50 for parking, and it wasn't even that great of a spot. It, it, been no, it was a great spot because it was close enough where you didn't get totally fucked traffic wise. Okay, how much did you spend on alcohol as a sober person last night? None. More. more I mean, for oh, your, oh, for at your the, com- oh at Damien, oh, oh, oh Damien, Damien had to, I don't know what those spicy marks are looking. Probably twenty, mm-hmm. at least times. Beautiful three. glassware too. Beautiful glassware. Beautiful glassware. Okay. So you spent more in parking than alcohol. I did spend more in parking than alcohol, but is, the tickets, thanks to our friends at Golden Voice, were free. Uh, and shout out were, to PJ. Shout out to PJ for the killer's tickets. Uh, it was a no comp sold out show, but somehow Chris Black slipped through the cracks. Uh, <laughs> but the the you didn't get a QR for the parking or anything like you had to kind of. No, go. it was interesting. I didn't. I didn't feel like hitting PJ on a Saturday for the VIP parking was really tasteful of me. That felt bad. Mm-hmm. That's, so where, anyway, that's where I, you and I differ. But carry on. I know. I know. But so I I, I we get to the sh- we're walking to the show and Alex is kind of like, who are these people? You know, and I'm like, this is the ugliest crowd I've ever seen. So in my this is life. the Killers headlining with Johnny, Johnny Marr, Marr from the Smiths opening. Johnny Marr is the opener, and he also comes out and plays a few with them. They did this charming man, and it was great. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so, so Johnny Marr solo, which he sounded great, and he does Smith songs. Okay, which I also, when I'm looking around, he's doing fucking hang the DJ. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh hell yeah! And I'm looking around. Not one person knows the words except a six-year-old man, a mm-hmm. six-year-old white man with like a pompadour. I'm like, my G. <laughs> but the crowd is hideous, hideous people. But it's twenty thousand of them, so it's like, you know, what are you gonna do? But the the best part for me, first of all, the Killers' best live band I've seen in years. They're uh, it's so pro, it's like kind of mind blowing. Mm-hmm. But I'm next to these two guys, well-oiled machine, well-oiled machine. I'm next to these two guys, you know. They're probably older than us, 45, 46, mm-hmm. you know, big guys, Spanish speaking that feel like they might like 
manage a car dealership. Like they're making money. You know what I mean? They're doing pretty good. They got a couple kids, maybe ex-wife. They're doing pretty good. But I'm like, what are these guys? You know, they're, they're wearing like, like Nike golf hats and polo. Look, totally normal guys. Okay. So totally normal. They're not guys. like Bad Bunnies, TM, no, no, no. These, guys. these are the most regular guys you would run into at a 7 Eleven in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bro, killers come on. These motherfuckers <laughs> are losing their shit, know every word. And I'm like, these guys are sick. They're having, they've had four big beers each. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm clocking them because the guy's got his kid on FaceTime. He's like loving it. They know every word to some of the deeper cuts. Bro, this charming man comes on. These motherfuckers know all the words to this charming man. Mm. Now I'm like, all right, these are my guys. Okay, did at any point, did these two fellas, when they weren't FaceTiming their chi- children, did it seem like they may have had a vibe going on where they're sort of, they're never going to touch tips? Yeah, I thought about this. But the music of, of the killers sort of brings something playful out in them See, when See, what together. is interesting about this and something I'm thinking about as a bigger theory is I think that they're treating it like sports. I'm going to go get another tall boy 805 yeah. for 1950. Yeah. You want one too, bro? Exactly. And there's a lot of like, like touchdown scoring vibes when their favorite songs come on. Okay. So up top, up top, like mm-hmm. around the back, you know what I'm saying? Like pat on the back, but it's all very, it's all very, um, masculine and positive and like happy. Okay. Whereas the feminine version of this, no shade is the favorite song comes on the iPad comes out and then the flash comes on and we're, we're now filming the concert. Interesting. You bring that up, Jason. Let me, let me. And so in front of us, cause we're in some sort of, that's the other thing. These guys probably didn't pay for their tickets. That's what I was trying to figure out. Cause we were in like a section that was all comp. You're so in industry section. We were in the industry section. Mm. So these two elderly people in front of us are there with their um, daughter. Who's wearing an ugly hat. The mom and daughter are wearing matching ugly hats. Okay. And the dad, and then there's a guy with them and the dad look is, it looks back. Like just kind of starts talking to me, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, God damn. Come on, <laughs> come on dude and he's like I'm, I'm so proud of my son-in-law and i'm like oh yeah like just that that's what he says to me no no it's out of context out of context non sequitur non sequitur he said yeah i'm just yeah i'm really i'm really proud of my oh i'm like oh that's that's good you want a metal old time yeah yeah i'm like what the fuck keep it pushing say? he's like give me one second he starts scrolling through his fucking samsung you know getting carpal tunnel how Look, big was the font big <laughs> looking for a picture this shit you can see this shit from mars he's looking for a picture <laughs> And he shows me his phone, and it's like a cover of like a not modern drummer, like a lesser drumming focused publication. The number seven drummer magazine. That's <laughs> yes, exactly in the Western Hemisphere. And the cover is Ronnie Venucci from the Killers, okay. and his son-in-law who's sitting in front of me. And I'm like, oh, that's great. What what is he? I'm like, I don't recognize this motherfucker. He's a drummer. You know, I'm like, what is So it? he's he's famous enough to be on the cover of a drumming magazine, but also he's a drummer, so exactly. you probably don't know who he is. He proceeds to tell me that his son-in-law used to be in bad religion, oh, is now in Avenged Sevenfold. And I am <laughs> stunned. How old is this guy looking? Older than us, but not that old. But he also, like, don't, doesn't Avenged Sevenfold, don't they look like idiots? Yeah. Well, I went to high school and middle school with them. <laughs> of course you did. Um, and they were sort of like, like when we were all straight edge hardcore bros, we were like into Earth Crisis and whatever, Gorilla uh-huh. Biscuits and badass cool music. And they were like metal dudes yeah. that sort of transitioned into hardcore. So there's a lot of like sort of dorky hardcore metally bands like mm-hmm. Hatebreed, for example, or something like oh, that. I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, continue. Dorkiest band alive. Sorry, guys. Um, but those types of situations where it's a little metally, whatever. Yeah. And they were they rode that line, and they we were we we never really looked at them with cool eyes. And of then course. they became a band that sold out Dodger Stadium while um, eighteen visions and everyone else. <laughs> eighteen is visions. Just, you, is look, the, the haircut reaction? and color is two hundred in Huntington, but <laughs> it's it's he you know he does a great blue. <laughs> Great blue. If you want the just the bang, it's a brilliant of, azure. It's a brilliant azure. But that so, I, but this guy looked really normal. Clearly, because he's like a hired, maybe mm. not hired gun, but like after the fact right. edition. And they were, I mean? and they're uh, like a year or two younger than yeah. I was, so they were kind of looked down in a lot of ways. But then they blew up. The drummer, my brother and I were friends with, 
when we were like five years old, like my brother and the original drummer of Avenged Sevenfold were in kindergarten together and shit. We'd play together. Then they blew up, became a huge band, and then he killed himself. And then the guy who sat in front of you must, must have replaced him. The dark tales of Huntington Beach, bro. It's like this every day. I know. I know it is. It's, there's a cloud over Huntington. I thought you came up out of the mud, bitch. <laughs> My mud is salty. <laughs> but the... So that then the but the killers I, I, just one quick anecdote about the professionalism because it really impressed me mm-hmm. is there's some sort of you love professionalism I really do song three it's better these, than the songs song three these guys are in the motherfucking pocket like it's absolutely going people are losing their fucking minds and Brandon Flowers stops he's like stop 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 he's like we gotta get this guy out of here and he's pointing some guy in the crowd and he's like. This guy, this guy's on ass or something. Get this guy the fuck out of here. Like, totally breaks character mm-hmm. and, like, does this thing. He's like, then he literally stops for one second. He's like, verse one, boom, they kick back in. I don't even think there was a count off. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking wild, man. So there's 15 musicians on stage, you know. It's like right. a full band. It makes you wonder either they're, well, I mean, it's a combination of they're just that type. Number two, he probably does this a lot. Or or maybe it leads me to believe that he's like, see this guy here? He doesn't look a thing like Jesus. Let's get him out of here. <laughs> I did not do that. That's good. Uh, I think that it's more of the sad reality that musicians are so scared in a post-Travis Scott society for anything to go wrong mm. and for them to be pinned for it. Like, can you imagine what the Mormons would do if somebody died on Flowers Watch? <laughs> he ain't making it to heaven, bro. Nobody dies on Flowers Watch. Exactly. He'll see to it. Exactly. So it's so, but I because that happened at Snail Mail. We heard a story. I, we heard a story about mm. that happening at like Pharrell's festival. It's just like that's the thing now. Is like if anything, we now have to pretend like we care about our fans. Ex- exactly. It's like oh, this dumbass came in here and overdosed, and that's my fucking problem. Like okay, I guess that's where we're at. Yeah, it's it's tough to have that attitude at scale when you're playing the hundred person house show and like you see someone's kid sister like get kicked in the face and someone's like oh stop the show we gotta you know help that person but uh you know a soccer stadium yeah dude it's like how do you you're not my brothers you're not my family anymore that i have to watch over you're people that i don't even like you're literally you're literally people i'd much rather spit in the eye you bought a bootleg t-shirt outside you didn't even buy my real merch Mm -hmm. like this is i can't protect you anymore. i will take your money of course of course of course but yeah it was it was an overall great experience and i'm very glad i went so i'm going to be going to a concert event tonight in Pasadena, this ain't no picnic featuring the Strokes. Someone referred to today that's it I as guess. the geriatric millennial uh, festival, mm-hmm. which I thought that's what you played. So I'm a little confused, but maybe there's just two versions now. Well, there's millennial and there's geriatric millennial. I think this one is more millennial, and yeah. the one that the the Indie Sleeves revival one was more geriatric, okay. like on the tail end of it. So Phoebe and the Strokes. But there's like a zillion DJs and you know yeah. Fortet and floating points and all that shit. That you're not hitting. You're not going early to hit the moon rocks and experience Fortet in 90 degree sun. I might, yeah. Uh, and I think I think Carolyn wants to see Polacek, who plays around seven or so. I don't. You know what? I don't want to see Polacek at the fest. I think I wanna, I'm all set. I'm all. I mean, I like those songs quite a lot, but I, I I'd want to see her at like Webster Hall. I don't want to see her. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to work. But I mean, I do. I I I appreciate. I'll send her a DM. Maybe she can has time to pull out. No, no, no. I mean, she's getting paid. I'm happy for her. I don't her. think it's going to work. Yeah. I don't. I know. I mean, <laughs> uh, but I'm glad that you're. We're both um, experiencing live music. Unfortunately, I did have to experience mine sober, surrounded by uglies, and you're going to get to experience yours. I got the rock. The, these moon rocks have been burning a hole. On, in my you're going to experience yours on now. on moon rocks around a different kind of uglies. So it's kind of it's yeah. Nice so for everybody. friends of the show, if I see you. Tonight, somewhere near a floating points mosh pit. No, you, I didn't. You didn't see me. <laughs> if you see, if you see TJ laying down, just touching grass, that's, <laughs> that you did not see TJ. That was not him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna keep all my clothes on. I promise. But I, I want to debut my new Prada shorts that I got at the outlet first day out the feds. But then, you know, I don't. I wanted to pair it with the gray cashmere Prada sweater to do a gray on gray Prada but it's on Prada. Be too- it's going to be 90 degrees. Jason was able to purchase some um, long Pirelli Prada. Pirelli. Pirelli shorts at the outlet, um, which I, at the time, advi- I advocated for. Uh-huh. Now that I'm kind of thinking about them again, 
I'm going to say it's a one and done wear situation. So choose wisely. I know. Do I just wear a sweater and say fuck it? How breathable is the product cashmere? I I bet it's fine, but I would maybe just wear something underneath it, maybe tied around your shoulders. You know what I mean? Not to give you an advanced move here. I know it's a Sunday, um, but I kind of I believe in you. Is it a white tee underneath it, or is it a white tee man repeller tank top? No, no, no. You're not wearing a no, I no beady, no no beater, no betail. No, I, I would say that it's not hot enough for that. I think I I think I've sort of expelled the wife beater out of my system. I while hate I was to on say it, we talked about it many times in this program, but you were pulling it off. <laughs> and I, I I damn. No one hates to give you credit more than me, but. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. And no problem. I'm, I'm sad that we are both going to concert events this weekend, separate ones. But the the biggest pain of all is that we're missing the real concert that we should have gone to, Chris Brown and Lil Baby. <sighs> I I don't care about Lil Baby. All of his songs sound fine, and they're the same. I saw him live at Coachella. I tried to under- whatever. I was I was kind of impressed with his live set because it was like a little more like done than I thought it would be. Yeah, like yeah. it was pro, very pro. I don't get it, dude. I, I like. I was literally listening to the It's Lit Apple Music playlist yesterday, <laughs> and I was like, just because I like to check out new music from right, time to right, time. Left sets, but I was literally like, bro, this guy, this guy's got no songs. He's great on features, yeah. But yeah, I mean, when, when yeah, like I said, when he was playing Coachella, I was watching him. Like, it sounds good. Like he's very talented, and yeah, it's all the there. cadence is nice. The the stage, the lighting, all that stuff is there, but it it doesn't have that. Uh, mm, it doesn't the, have the that. streets love him. The, the, there's a lot of cum, but there's no sperm in it. You know what I mean? Okay, that's gross. Um, I think that the um, we did we should have gone. Like we should have just bought tickets. Like I should have bought us tickets, and we should have gone because it'd be funny. I know, and, and I could have got. We probably could have got tickets for that one for free easier. Yeah, I mean they're probably twenty five dollars. <laughs> Like literally, or maybe fifty bucks. Like I guarantee you, killers tickets are more expensive. I, if you if you spend ninety nine dollars on Fashion Nova, you get two free. <laughs> but the Chris Brown meet and greet, I would have paid a thousand out of my own pocket to get the flick of you and Chris Brown at the meet and greet when it's all fat white chicks and then TJ at the end of the line. <laughs> okay, so so Chris Brown charges roughly a thousand dollars for for an intimate meet and greet. I believe so. This has been like a thing that I've seen on mm-hmm. on like academics and shade room and shit. Is that he was getting all this flack for it and he's like, What? Like people are paying fuck y'all. I'm leaving people money are on the table. It. it is interesting because like the the fan meet and greet with with R and B leaning performers is so prevalent mm-hmm. compared to hip hop leaning or rock and roll leaning. Like I've been to so many shows that had zero meet and greet element, mm-hmm. but every time it's been like an R and B kind of flavor, and Erica Badu and Ashanti. That's because it's music. That a genuine or a Chris Breezy deeply sexual. So the deeply sexual part is like. I I need to get so close to you that I could smell your coochie or you could smell my coochie exactly. as it were. I mean it's yes, I think. And I'm going to give you Chris Brown $1000. But Chris Brown also will like just grab your ass and then you love that. Right, right, like, right. Like you love that even like more. Like I want you to not only take a photo with me, pull a titty out, do yeah. kind of what you will. Well, he's 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 doing a lot of complaining online. Okay. That he doesn't get the respect he deserves from like the academy and shit but he sells out every show right it's like well bro you did you know you did uh, a a, you did clean the clock of america's princess yeah you're like a monster and it's like you always he's always got like don't name his albums no (laughs) he's always got these like problems like i always he's always like somebody got arrested at his house or like this happened or that happened Mm -hmm. he just yeah there's always something he just can't keep his nose clean and i'm sure the records are boring as fuck like because r&b is the most boring genre of music that exists Mm. but but yeah that's you're you're never going to be recognized by the academy quote unquote which is just like the people who are like you have to live maintain a level of professionalism in order to earn the respect and trust to be moved up to the big leagues or whatever that is and like he, like you said, there, there's always, you know, yeah, every two just, weeks on TMZ is just like some guy was like passed out or yeah. like some guy overdosed in his pool. You something know. happens. There's just always something. And it's just a like, mysterious Lamborghini accident. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, if you, I honestly think if you kept your nose clean, no pun intended, because mm-hmm. I'm sure he's snorting a little something. Yeah. 
you know, he's the John McAfee of, of, of sexual urban dancing. If he stopped doing graffiti, that would get him pretty far too, based <laughs> on what I've seen. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's, there's no question he's a bad guy, but we forgive a lot of bad guys. Yeah. It's like the, um, there's the, the guy who tried to kill Ronald Reagan or something like that. Like now he's out after like 30 yeah, years he and out. he's like a emerging like musician or like OJ or Bill Cosby, any of these people who have like a massive permanent stain on their record. And they're like, Hey guys, I did my time. Like, let me chill. And it's like, no one's ever going to forgive you for beating up a woman, let alone the most that's, beloved that's woman my whole thing in, with it. in like, the that's world. Like you didn't say something fucked up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, 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 like you like, it's clearly proven and it's someone who is so beloved. But that's why Chris Brown is so fascinating to me because he is fascinating. He did that, which is terrible. I'm a huge Rihanna fan, of course. And then he did a he did a song with her. They've recorded multiple songs together after that happened. Yeah. So in his dark, twisted, methed out brain, he's like, I don't see what the problem well, is. Well, I mean, I kind of I think it's like just because the victim forgives you doesn't mean the world does. Mm-hmm, you know, exactly. it's one of those things. But it's very I, I'm sure that's like a mind fuck if you're him, because it's like I'm selling so many fucking records. Mm-hmm. Rihanna and I text or whatever. We're all good. Like, you know, what's the thing? But then it's also like... He's every- like fentanyl kind of is what he reminds me exactly. of. Exactly. But everyone's also like, I don't need a fucking... Fuck the Grammys. I don't need Grammys. But then mm-hmm. when you don't get one, you it just it's all stupid. Which one? Which game do you want to play? I would rather play the money game, which I think he might be winning. Yeah, he's just fine. He's doing just fine. Because it's like... Because Chris Brown... He's invited to the cookout. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And stay at the cookout. I would rather be invited to the cookout yeah. than to the Grammys. Like, what are you going to do with the Gram? Like, also, it's like if the heart and soul of the community he, is. I mean, is I don't know if he, he might have hits though. Those songs might be on the radio for all I know. Like current Chris Brown songs. Yeah, but he does like these. His albums yeah. like thirty eight songs. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, there's no way there's good. Fourteen th- of them are just different sounds of him doing flips and yeah, spins it's like, and stuff. It's like bed squeaks for six tracks. I'm like, I'm all, I'm all set. Bro. He's he's just taking his victory lap. He's too talented, is the problem. But we should have gone to the show. The bottom line is, we should have gone. The reality is, we should have done all three of these things back to back together. That's so cool, man. It'll be it would be like a like a sideways style wine tour. We just hop in and like, all right, guys. Now we're gonna go to see Chris Brown at the where did he play the Forum or something? Or? Probably Staples or the Forum, yeah. And then we'll, he's over at Crypto. He's over at the Crypto. Crypto, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's cute. What do you got? You got Bank of a Bank of what is that? Football, <laughs> soccer? Well, they got a C on it. <laughs> I'm C. <laughs> I'm C. So. Uh, so I, I will have a hard time finding out my outfit tonight, but we'll see what happens. I'm I'm gonna. All of us are waiting with bated breath to see the kind of outfit post. Hopefully, you, you like tag. Your- but then uh, another part of it was like, so we're gonna go see the Strokes as like the main draw. I haven't seen them in 20 years probably, yeah. and I'm mainly going because my girlfriend is like, I want to see the Strokes, and I don't want to. I don't like that energy, you know. Well, I don't, it's weird because like I want to see the strokes, but not enough to go to two large concerts mm-hmm. back to back. Yeah, but it, I would rather see them in this setting than opening for the cursed Red Hot Chili Peppers. I would do, you couldn't, there's nothing, you could, you could helicopter me in and sit me on Flea's shoulders and I would leave. See, because you're saying I went, I went to the Killers concert and it was the wor- ugliest looking crowd that you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Just imagine what that Chili Peppers crowd's looking like, though. I mean, the Killers crowd... It's got to be 3, 4X I think people thought worse? the Killers crowd would be a lot older than it was, and it wasn't super old. Like, it wasn't, like, everybody's our age. There mm-hmm. was, like, young people there. Red Hot Chili Peppers, can you imagine a 20-year-old at a Red Hot Chili... There's no way. I mean, I guess there is. If they're selling that many tickets, there's got to be. I guess there is. They're able to suspend the disbelief of how bad the last twenty years of their music were, or something like no, that. No, see, don't that's know. the thing. Or they I was talking. Like to, I was talking to this with friend of the show, Twin Coleman. He's like, I mm. think there's just different eras, and like a lot of people grew up with like them having those big hits, like the 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 Beavis and Butthead movie song and shit. It's like <laughs> not bad, you know. That's like better than most of their shit. Where it's like it was on the radio when you were the Codehead soundtrack. When you're in, if it's on the radio when you're a kid, you hold like a different place for it in your heart. I think a scar tissue comes on yeah. and you're like, okay, this song's actually pretty good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> kind of like that. I love the lyrics, uh, but the um, so. But I'm all that is to say, do I go dressed 
as Julian Casablanca. You need to go dressed as a stroke. Because, I think because that was. I have the tell, fo- I have the the photos right here. Call Carolyn. Tell her to get a tailor over here. We gotta get these pants a lot tighter. <laughs> I've heard Julian's going through it. We've all heard that. So and, when you what what does that mean exactly? Uh, well, I think he like you know left his wife and child, and he's using substances, and he's not facing the crowd while performing. Oh, uh, but he sounds really good. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, they sound amazing. So he's lemon headsing kind of. He's lemon headsing, but sounds. But good. it sounds good. Okay. Yeah, is what I've been told. But I don't. I don't. I'm sure it'll be good. Like it's also like, bro, they got hits. The yeah, they have. With, hits. My thing with them is they're not. I haven't seen them in a long time either. They truly just stand there. Mm-hmm. Like they don't move, and I think that's cool when you're 20. I don't know. Like the part of the killers that's so good is it like he's a, he's putting on a fucking show. All of them are. Like it's good. I'm sure the Red Hot Chili Peppers are too. They're they're dancing all over the place though. Too much. Um. All right. What do we have on here? I have a little. I have some uh, a quick anecdote that I would like to talk about. Let's do it, bro. I went to um, Kenny Beats' house. Oh, really? That's right. With with uh, Mike and Dylan, they invited me over. Okay. To Did, listen to the album. Album listening party. His Did new you, album, Louis, is out on XL on the thirty first. Um, Did you hit the Seth Rogen gravity bong or anything? There was some weed smoking going on. Okay. But I just really, I just, you know, I hadn't done that in a while. You know, sat in the stew, heard stories about the biz, you know, and just How'd built. How'd it feel? Felt fucking great, to be honest. Okay. I mean. Did it have you jonesing for a key bump or anything? No, but it did have me kind of like, if you just want to push play, bro, like, give me something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, <laughs> you got all these beats and shit or whatever. Your name literally has beats in it. Uh-huh. And you're not playing anything for me to spit over? Like, <laughs> that's kind of crazy, dude. I'm here. The microphone's here. Why are we wasting time? Yeah. Okay. You're playing me all this unreleased music that's by famous people, but you don't want... I don't like... Well, I mean, at least you got the invite. I didn't even get an invite. And well, I know what all those little knobs and buttons do. But that's what makes it less fun. Fair. You know, I'm like a, I'm like a child. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, let's, let's play music for this, like, mm-hmm. you know, not down, not like Down Syndrome or something, but like... To see how the music moves that moves that he saw my body moving in ways that he didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was also I hadn't been in that environment where it's a different frequency where there's like that excitement when like your record. It's the record's very cool. Like the whole story is really cool. The music is good. But the, just like I walk into this house, you know, it's like a new nice house with the pool. It's got the gear everywhere. There's like six guys on laptops smoking weed with Rolexes on. Mm-hmm. Just felt like stuff. It's like was an getting, episode of Dave. Exactly. It felt like stuff was getting done. Oh, really? Yeah, it felt like... Which work- is odd for an environment filled with... 100%. Cheaping. It felt like these guys were good. There was a guy drawing on an iPad, and I'm like, I look over, I'm like, damn, this is good. <laughs> what the fuck is this guy doing? And he's like, looks up from his iPad, he's like, what? I'm like, bro, what? what's your job here? Are you, are you are you the fucking, like, court stenographer for Kenny Beats? Like, you gotta... You gotta <laughs> like, what's going on? Uh, I'm, I just, like, mainly run his iPhone case <laughs> we, um, vertical... <laughs> Uh, but he told me actually he did tell me one great story about trying to get like samples cleared for the mm. for the album and he's like yeah damn like kenny this, wants to come on the pod again so bad it's like this outsider it's like this outsider musician that i found and like the records out of print and then we had to mail him the stuff and then we went to go find him and blah 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 Oof. and it was he was like it was down to the fucking wire it was like bro you're gonna have to change this shit like today because it's not gonna <laughs> happen and then he's like he said that He's like, bro, then we get the call and it's this 90-year-old man's granddaughter's like, Kenny Beats, I love the cave. You got to do it, granddad. No. And he's like, so my fucking YouTube show got the sample cleared and like we're good to go now. I'm like, that's so sick. That's like, that's a very good story. It's very good. It was very good. So I was, I was, uh, I was happy to hear that. The other stories I heard, I'll tell you off mic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, there was a dog walking accident that happened in front of my house. I feel like I got to tell it. It was such a crazy experience for me. I want you to tell it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to comment on it without sounding like a monster. Okay. That's fine. You, because you because you want me to sound like a monster? Or? No, I don't want you to sound like a monster. Okay. But it's, I'm saying this is a safe space. It's, just it's not. You, it's, it's just you and I. Not. It's absolutely not. It's a safe not. space for you to feel feelings that you might normally think are not feelings that you should feel in public. Okay. Well, I... Go ahead. You can go inside the sauna if you want to get really in the in the dome of truth. 
so we're so we're walking our dogs a couple days ago in the morning, about eight a.m. or so. We come back to the house. We're about to walk inside the the door, and then across the street, there's a couple walking a dog. It's a big German Shepherd, and it kind of has you know when you see a dog that might have like a tactical vest mm-hmm. energy on it. This where, is this is a, this is a, a couple and dog that you are familiar with from the neighborhood. I've seen them around before, yeah. We're not bros. I don't know their name. I don't know where their house is, but mm-hmm. I've seen them around enough to be like, hey, what's up? Is it a Blue Lives Matter vibe? Uh, I don't think it was. I don't think it was a That's Blue Lives interesting. Matter vibe. It's, it's, it could be touching. Is it a Let's Go Brandon vibe? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, after taking a look at the stickers on the Nalgene, there's, nothing was leaning red. Let's go through the stickers on the Nalgene. I really hope this person doesn't know who I am and is listening to this right now. Look, if you put stickers on your Nalgene, that's on you, Chief. You're telling the world. Yeah, exactly. You're- All right. So stickers on the Nalgene. The first one. Let me see it. It's a pink board ape. <laughs> okay, we've got a pink board ape. And there's nothing really else identifiable except this middle finger. Oh, it's a video, not a picture. Oh. We're pressing play, guys. Burn Fat, Not Oil, mm-hmm. NASA, Billionaire Boys Club, mm-hmm. American Bicycle Company. This is twisted. A couple of them are logos of S&M Bikes, which is a BMX company from, from Orange County. So actually, you're thinking this is love. just a kind of a classic Southern Cali bro. I think it's just like a regular bro. I mean, the the Burn Fat, Not Oil that, that That leans Bernie. That leans a little Bernie. Um, you know, the only real downside, I guess, is the, uh, the pink board ape, but everything else, it's like, Hey man, I'm into the billionaire boys club and, and BMX. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but I mean, I like they're, they're dogs, billionaire boys club and BMX. It's bro. About, they're, they're nice people, just like good, normal, you know, great people. I'm sure no shade to them whatsoever, but they're walking the dog and the dog is like, uh, it was one of those dogs that's very well trained where mm-hmm. the owners seem to have like a military style training with it mm-hmm. where the dog will like sit and heal mm-hmm. right beside the master. Not the relationship you have with your dog. Not the relationship I have with dogs. Like they will, they will, they can, you know, do all those tricks where they'll make the dog sit and they'll run, you know, a hundred yards away and the dog will just sit there frozen mm-hmm. and then they'll like yell something in German and then the dog will just sprint to the owner and stop, you know, like very well trained. So they're walking the dog with no leash. You see it around every once in a while. I just want to point out that that is illegal and rude to homeowners and other dog owners. It is currently illegal, I believe. And yes. I'm not a big law-abiding guy, but when it comes to yeah. dogs. So it's a it's like a Wednesday morning, and I live close to a school, great school district. Um, and there's kids walking around with backpacks that are too big, mm. minivans, Teslas, dropping them off all over the place. Traffic, the streets are abuzz with activity. And then the dog across the street sees our dogs and the tail starts wagging. And the owner's like, stay. Mm-hmm. And the dog stays. And then we're like, okay, see you later. And we start walking back up to the house. And then we hear some yelling, screaming. <coughs> pan- <coughs> human. Oh. Human human fright being yelled out into into the world. And we turn around and we basically just see a mi- like a minivan and this dog just like get into a collision. The dog immediately bolts, starts mm-hmm. running like 70 miles Which an hour. Which means the dog is fine. Immediately you know he's fine. Well, the dog is not going to die probably if it can run. The- it-, it could be on pure adrenaline with a broken leg or whatever That's for fine. all we know. But That's fine. the thing was hauling ass out of there. So you know that part breaks is good. legs, Jason? Humans. Mm-hmm. Something to think about. So just that we're just like traumatized. And then we, um, it's just like, it was just so weird. Like the, the woman driving the car pulled over and she was like asking us like, Hey, that wasn't my fault. Right. You saw that and was trying to like film us with her phone secretly to be like, I, that wasn't my fault. Right. And I was like, look, bro, I'm not going to say anything on camera. Where were the owners? They were freaking out. And the guy ran to go find the dog. And did then, this, did this, fucking bored ape yacht club cry he left he left suit he does he didn't want he didn't want you to see him cry because <laughs> he's a bitch he's not, well he's not a bitch if my dog got hit by a car i would probably cry at some point but at the time as a that's crazy 
I would I would keep a level head and, and fix it. Practical I, TJ. I wouldn't be uh, hysterical. No, of course. So, I mean, the the whole point of it is just don't just don't walk your dog without. Just a don't leash. own a dog. The whole just don't point own a dog is, is the real one. You know the way to not suffer tragedy. Don't own a dog. Don't own a dog. If you never own suffer a dog, tragedy. when it dies, you won't have a problem. Well, sometimes we need the dog to teach us about tragedy. Some of us have had a, a bro. I've seen life. Clifford the movie. I didn't learn shit. <laughs> but it, it was make, it was making me think of you know I always have food on the brain, but it's like when you go to a restaurant and the server decides to memorize the order and not write it down. Mm-hmm. The writing it down is the leash, and no one's like the wow. If, if so, are you high, bro? No, I thought about this when I was not high <laughs> at a different time. <laughs> I thought about this in a different time. But like when you when you when you raw dog an entire, you know, eight tops order of drinks, apps yeah. and mains and you successfully pull it off without a single fuck up, everyone's like, Okay. Yeah, it's not that impressive. No, yeah, nobody's like, Holy fuck, two hundred percent tip. Yeah. You fucking did it again, bro. That was sick. It's just sort of to you know, it's for themselves mm-hmm. to indulge their own their own whatever. The same way with the uh, I agree. When I see people walking the dog off leash, I'm like, who are you stunting for? Right. Because you think you're stunting. Yeah. You you want to exert and show your power of control over the animal. Right. It's just like you know, riding your bike with your motorcycle without a helmet or all these things where it's like, yes, it does look cooler than yes. not doing that like when you're riding a motorcycle with no helmet you look cooler but it's only by two percent mm-hmm. but the chances of you dying are 200 percent higher much higher and when you have a dog with no leash you look cooler but it is two percent depending on what kind of leash you can afford now i'm not i'm not you <laughs> no know. i'm saying if you walk a dog with no leash at all yeah no one's gonna pull over and start unzipping your pants and filleting no. you because you're the it's man only, yeah it's just they're, they're just gonna be like, oh no, these. The reality good dog, is, great dog. I yet again another dog tail, another <laughs> time for me to search looking for the upside of dog ownership. Dog Cannot find it. The only thing I see is money, sadness, mm-hmm. money and sadness. That's all I got. And piss. And piss. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. I watch. I watched three people outside my house today talking while they picked up shit. I'm like, you guys think this is normal? <laughs> this is fucked up. I never talk when I'm picking up my shits. That's that's nice. You don't want to make eye contact. I'm a gentleman. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, just just wear a leash, dogs. And owners never never do it. Unless yeah. you're unless you're in like Joshua Tree. Hermes makes a leash, Burberry makes a leash, you know. I'm mm-hmm. sure Givenchy makes a leash. Yeah, man. You know. Get a pop in. Um the um I, I, let's see what we're looking at. We we got about 10 more minutes, Chris. What do you think about Sydney Sweeney's parents being Trump Trumpers? Oh, yeah, you guys are shocked by that. <laughs> like, I don't know if anyone's shocked by it. I think it'll be a good thing for her career, though. Sydney Sweeney is like the hottest girl at your Southern Republican high school. That's her whole vibe. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think she. I'm sure she's like a woke Hollywood. You know, like mm-hmm. that's her vibe. Mm-hmm. Except that she married a failed 45 year old restaurant tour. But we've all. You know, that won't last. No, won't last. She'll get snapped up by one of these Hollywood hotties. <laughs> one of the Hollywood Chris's is going to hit. So she's she's basically she. I think her value has increased. I didn't see the video though because it, it. From what I understand though, it alluded to, but there wasn't concrete evidence. I think what I saw because um, the only reason why I'm talking about it because my my Twitter Explore page was just that's all it was. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And there was like a photo of her on her Instagram with like her and her brother at some like country mm-hmm. hoedown of some sorts mm-hmm. and they're like posing together doing a thumbs up and then there's another photo where her brother is in them and she's not and everyone in the family and around are wearing um red maga hats oh okay so, that's not great okay so it's that's kind okay, of like okay. her her photo she she it may have been purely accidental or you know a coincidence that Bro, this happened, but her photo had no MAGA how, hats in the background. How are people so stupid? It's like it's like during COVID when the Kardashians would go on vacation and post pictures of it. It's right. like you just don't have to do this. You mm-hmm. just don't have to do this. You're at the height of your fame. You're you're absolutely this is it. This is the biggest, this is probably the biggest you're ever gonna be. You can sustain this for a while if you just play ball. 
Just don't, <laughs> just don't do this. Just don't, don't even go see your family. Yeah, that's that's you don't what have you have family to do. when you're famous. You're famous. Like nothing, you can't have family. I know, but if if you have, if it's your mom's 60th birthday I don't party, give a shit. I'm gonna buy, her, <laughs> I'm gonna buy her a fucking car and say I'm busy. Like I'm mm-hmm. not. Go- if there's any chance of something like that happening, I ain't doing it. Is Uncle Earl coming with yeah. that red hat? If the answer is yes. You bring, I'm saying, you, you got to bring somebody with you. Like, you got to bring somebody with you who's like, hats off. Hats off. If you want to take a picture with Sydney, it's like, that's my sister. Hat off. <laughs> We're taking the photo now. Hat off. She, your sister right here, she's the reason why you got that Hellcat. Exactly. Exactly. You can't afford that Hellcat. I'm just like, you like that plasma TV, don't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then that's right. Take the fucking hat off. <laughs> I just don't. I just really, like, some of these mistakes that the, these people make, I'm just like, that's crazy. Like that, this is so preventable. So much at stake that you it, would think that people would. It's just think. like, well, it's also like Sydney Sweeney isn't Julia Roberts. She's not some established actress that has had this amazing career. It's like literally like you are, you're, mm-hmm. it could go away. Yeah. This is the most famous you've ever been. This could go away tomorrow because mm-hmm. you haven't, you're not like you're in one show and you're hot. There's not like you haven't done enough right. for people to like really love you. You're on the right track. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like everything's going well, but even more, even more cause to be cautious. I'm just saying, if you're famous, get rid of your family. (laughs) Yeah. No pets, no family. So what happened to Hunter Biden? That's that's not doing well. That's what I'm saying. Just get rid of your family. Like I don't got any family. I'm surprised Trump didn't get rid of his family. He wish he could, but he wants to fuck his daughter. So he got to keep her around. But it's like, you just gotta, you just gotta pay for everything and don't talk. Mm -hmm. Just pay for everything. I don't think Sidney Sweeney's probably got that much bread is the reality. And I think her family might have some bread. Obviously, they're fiscal conservatives. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that reminds me because when we had Fivio on and we had Smiley on, they both talked about like once they became famous, they had to like all yeah. their family members were hitting them up for money, you know, business loan. Yeah. Can you let me hold 10 real quick? Well, stuff like that. And obviously, that's a universal thing for all families, not just families of rappers. I'm sure Sydney Sweeney has uncles and cousins who are hitting them up. Yeah. But like there, it's it seems like a different energy. Like there's just like, give me my money, I deserve it, and I'm gonna keep doing this my is shit. Something I was actually I was I was watching um, <laughs> selling o- the OC, the new Selling Sunset offshoot, and it's in my queue. Geo, uh, who's this like clearly gay man who's married, uh, and his mom were talking to the two kind. So he's of, a real estate agent, exactly. Got it. Two evil women characters, and one of them is like. They're saying that I'm fucking guys for listings, you know. And she's, like, <laughs> she's like, they don't know what I've been through, and her story's actually fucking crazy. She talks about how she's like, her mom was homeless, she grew up with blah blah. blah. Um, but welcome to those. But I was just talking last night. I was talking about it, and I was just like, why does it's this weird thing that like, you, it flips where like kids are supposed to support their parents, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you have a lot more money. I'm like, well, you know what? No. <laughs> I'm not your child. I'm your child, no matter what. No matter how much money mm-hmm. I have, and no matter how much how old I get, I'm still the child. Having like, a kid is not a retirement plan. That's what I'm saying. That's I'll a, put you in a home and pay for it. It's a money pit. But I ain't changing your bedpan. I don't give a fuck. And my parents don't want. They don't even want me around now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, I you ain't gonna do nothing but burn the toast. Yeah, they don't. They don't give a shit. Like it's just crazy to me that that's the. But you have a kid. The kid gets famous. Your first thought, if you're, I think it happens pretty often. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Is like, all right, where's mine? Time to uh, re- time to cash in my chips. Yeah, my stock has vested. Yeah, I finally done it, and I understand because the only point of having a child is for them to be famous, and I totally get that. <laughs> and it's 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 kind of like a model rock star actor, you know, kind of like the mm-hmm. game with the three cups and the ping pong ball. Yes, yes, yes. It's just like which one is it going to be? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, in some cases, obviously. Uh-huh. But we sense. need we need to talk about selling the OC. Okay. Because I think you might really, really relate to I this almost one. watched it last night. I went, I, I went, I chose to hit the bong and watch Crazy Rich Asians. Not a dry eye in the house, of course. Every Classic time. film. And but, I don't even, I don't even, I barely know any Asians and I still love that movie. <laughs> but the, the, um, every, every time I watch it, a new Easter egg appears, you know? <laughs> like Chinatown or, this is the 20th Eyes time. Shut. But the, mm-hmm. the, um, the selling the OC is is just like it seems like a 
like, because I, I watched Selling Sunset season one. I haven't been able to get in the mood to pull the trigger on season two just because I know too much. Selling Selling the OC is about as good as it gets because mm-hmm. it, it, this is the thing that happens with reality shows. Once they become popular and the people become famous or rich, it's over. This show is like, you know, in what real way? estate. So I think a few of them are rich, but most of them aren't. Right. And they're like really wearing cheap ass clothes, like really trying. The only thing they've been able to pay for somehow is fake titties and lips. <laughs> but the the guys are the most interesting part. The guys are super hot. Okay. Tatted up. Yeah. Surfer. You know, like the guy drives the fucking vintage, you know, Land Rover with the surfboards on top. He's mm-hmm. got the tats. Mm-hmm. His family's in real estate. He's married to actress Brittany Snow. So he's like a little bit. He's the I can upper- only imagine how how dank his outdoor pizza oven is. Oh, bro, this guy's got hella water features <laughs> in Laguna. But the but the the whole thing is these guys low key religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've both got they've all got kids. They're like in their early 30s. They're really good looking. They, they're married and have kids. When they all, all they should be do is like, all they should be doing is counting their money and fucking. Mm-hmm. They've completely ruined their lives. And with Jesus? With Jesus. That's yeah. like, I don't know this for a fact. No, I mean, anytime you're in an affluent white suburb, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've been around a few down south. I don't know what you're talking There's about. There's a little bit of. Yeah. It's very subtle, Jesus. Though. I call it the Nashville disease. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, why does this twenty-five-year-old have two kids and he's a millionaire? And it's like, oh, he, yeah, he's a country songwriter, you know what I mean? But he's 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 a she, follower. An affliction of the of the Christian virus that's it's, taken a hold. I mean, it's one of America's worst. It's and polio. It, yeah, it makes women form separate training groups. So <laughs> you know, just me and my four other, you know, my cousins and my aunts and. Some of my white friends from work can all get together and we all just pay ten dollars mm-hmm. and then the trainer can only train us and we don't have to look at other different people. That's right. No, it's a that's There's what, a little bit of that. That's literally what church is, is what you just described. <laughs> so that's funny that you do that. It doesn't even require any booty bands. It's church and then you can of course support Christian small business Lululemon with your Of course. No, no, no. I, I donate as well to, as my cool down gear. I love to donate to Starbucks. Um Howard Schultz is a religious man. And, <laughs> and that's something so what I like to do is get my Starbucks and then hit Chick-fil-A right at they're right next to each other. So it's kind of easy for me after mm-hmm. the service to kind of go by. Bing bang. Luckily on Wednesdays Chick-fil-A is open. Um because you know they're closed on Sundays. <laughs> but the show is it's really, really good because it's so it's just, I don't know. I guess man. I need to watch it. You need to watch it. I mean, people might argue, people might say it's bad, but of course it's bad. When I say good, I mean awful. Yeah, I mean, there's a real estate show on television is never going to be good. No, and and these these two chicks that are a team claim mm-hmm. to have gotten a twenty million dollar listing with a cold knock. I don't fucking believe that. A, I know Zillow. Cold, T- cold pair of knockers. If I, know, I know. I t- know Zillow. TJ don't believe that. Mm-mm. And the one chick who said she had the rough upbringing looks like she's had like full chin reconstruction. <laughs> Her face looks fucking crazy. Really? She looks like a linebacker. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. She looks like she has the Chad filter on. Yeah, on no, literally. She looks like she's been chewing that incel gum. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I could go for a stick of that, actually. My TMJ is acting up on the road. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. All right. Well, um, I think we're good here, Chris. We have... Um, We've got some funny pods this week. Yeah, some, we do. Some odd and unconventional guests. That's right. You guys could, you literally could never guess. We have um, an announcement f- coming up pretty soon. Yeah, on the 7th uh, of uh, September, um, we'll be making a little announcement. And, it's on uh, the 7th of September. That's right. Okay, that, I'll be in New York. Let's, we'll be there. J'adore, je crew. We can do, yeah, we can do a classic eastern time announcement um so fun yeah uh more pods this week and also let's give a quick shout out to a friend of the show john Mayer. we saw him this week <laughs> just want to say john we see you down at the bungalows we saw john down at the bungalows he was enjoying the buffalo cauliflower just like us we won't say what day du mois oh no of course not no no of course not um but yeah that's that's it i think we got nothing else that's it. I'm glad I'm finally like back now. Like I woke up at 7 a.m. yesterday and today. Which Feeling good. Just so crazy. I oh, mean, man. it turns out the only thing I needed to do to get back on a normal sleep schedule was 
reintroduce a steady stream of THC into my blood system. I had that's feeling, all it took. I had a feeling that's where you were going with this. I think the real answer here is uh, never going back to Europe unless there's money attached to it. So thank you for that. No. Every year, two weeks, I'm visiting a country where marijuana is illegal or bad and hard to get. Good luck with your tree talks. Um, I, I don't want like, to do it, but I have to do it. I don't like seeing you like this. You, know, you were irritable, short, <laughs> not as kind of creative. Yeah, when you go into a rehab, when you check in at Promises and everyone's trying to kick their H, does everybody look like they're having a good time? No, they're going through withdrawals. The difference is H is cool. Hot is cool. <laughs> Hot is cool. How long gone? Uh, we will, uh, we'll see you next week and uh, thank you for listening. Yeah, guys. See you later.